Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is found in Matthew chapter 5, verses 31 and 32. Here's what Jesus said. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery, ever marries a divorced woman, commits adultery. Okay, what's going on here? Man, this language is so different from where our culture is right now. And what is Jesus getting into? Well, first of all, this is a, a short summary of his teaching on marriage and divorce, and Jesus speaks to this in other places. So let me just mention some key ideas that kind of get at what's going on here. First of all, we just have to acknowledge that the biblical view is God's ideal is that one man marries one woman for life. And that, as it says in the Old Testament, God God hates divorce. I don't know anyone who's gone through divorce that loves divorce. So to say God hates divorce it's not, it doesn't mean he's hateful towards people that have lived through this tragedy, but that his heart and his passion is that people would would make vows and live by them until they die. That's number one. Um, and Jesus Jesus uh, redirects that in his teaching. He quotes the Old Testament, Genesis 1 and 2, to talk about that. So that's that's the standard, number one. Number two, in the Old Testament, God made a provision that if someone was going to divorce their wife, and this is in a patriarchal culture, so that's the way it's talked about, that he would have to provide a certificate. And that was to make sure people knew that... that um, the woman who'd been dismissed was free to remarry. They didn't have a legal system the way we do. It was a tribal confederacy. And so what's going on in the backdrop here is people around Jesus are interpreting that as God saying, hey, I'm, I'm cool with divorce. Just, you know, just divorce all you want. As long as you write a certificate, it's fine. Jesus is countering that. And if you read all of his teaching carefully, I think, he's not saying there's never a reason for a divorce and he's not saying that divorce is the unforgivable sin. He's talking about a situation where men are abusing a provision made for God to do whatever they want and just move from wife to wife, number one. Number two, you have to remember, in that context, economically, a woman without a husband was on the margins. And so by sending a woman away and taking a new wife, he was marginalizing this woman economically perhaps relationally, perhaps they get shunned in the community. It was highly destructive, highly selfish, highly sinful. And Jesus is pushing against this great act of injustice. Then he makes the statement about sexual immorality. And he says, look, you know, really to divorce someone is wrong unless there's sexual immorality. And so the church, for example, has understood that if there's an adultery in relationship, those are grounds for divorce. And the reason why is adultery, it can be forgiven. And I've known uh, couples that have gone through that and forgiven one another and restored their marriage. But it can also just utterly destroy the covenant made in marriage. And I think as the church has reflected on this over the ages, we've recognized other things. For example, in 1 Corinthians 7, St. Paul writes about um, a husband who's not a believer and decides to leave the family. And Paul says to the believing wife, you know, you're not, you're not in bondage. Uh, you can let them go, and you're free in the Lord. And people understand that you're free to remarry. So if someone uh, abandons a marriage, and you're the you're the victim of the abandonment, 
then you're you're not bound um, by by the principle of um, you're still married to that person. And then I think we recognize things like abuse, um, addiction. Maybe someone commits a, a crime that sends them to prison for life. That there can be places where it's right and good for divorce. Here's where what Jesus is saying is so counter to our culture. In our legal system, we have what's called no-fault divorce. And that's a reflection of a cultural value. And it's that marriage is a contractual obligation between two individuals that they enter into. And if one of the individuals finds that the marriage isn't working for them, they're no longer, you know, happy in it, um, maybe they're just bored, then divorce is an option. And it's not that it's celebrated in our culture. I think we don't celebrate that or think it's wonderful but we sort of talk about it in terms of, well, you know, we thought it would work, it didn't. And Jesus just says that's not the way to think about that or talk about that. Um, marriage is a lifelong commitment between a man and a woman, and it's based on vows. And um, you stick to it unless there's certain extenuating circumstances. There's sexual morality or adultery. There's abandonment. There's uh, covenant-destroying uh, activities that rise to these levels, like um, abuse, uh, addiction, uh, perhaps someone committing a grave crime and going to prison, those kinds of things. And the church has always understood that pastorally, we have to walk people through these things. Also, I think that um, if someone's gone through a divorce, and even if, um, you know, maybe they did it for the wrong reason, it's not that they can't be forgiven. It's not the unforgivable sin. But, but, to, to kind of wrap this, uh, what Jesus says really counters our culture. And what he does is he lifts up and says, if God has called you to marriage, it's a high calling. It's a high commitment. And it's not primarily for my self-interested or my expressive individualistic purposes to make me happy. It's a space where I'm called to give myself to someone else, even when I'm tired of the marriage and even when the marriage is hard. And, and, that I'm honoring God by choosing to love this spouse no matter what. Ideally, both spouses do that, and then marriage is good. Um, But marriage is fundamentally a commitment and a vow to another person, and Jesus calls us to be faithful to that. There's a lot more that can be said. This is a short word on this. Um, If I've raised questions about that and you know how to contact me, feel free to do that. I'd love to talk about that. And there's more to the teaching of Jesus on this particular principle, but this is sort of a shortcut statement on this principle in the Sermon on the Mount. Okay, have a great day. God bless.